Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you are located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at IcyChiller at att.net. That's IcyChiller, I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Get your click on. Tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Soon, we'll all be sleeping under the stars. I'm going to make me a trip over to that VR headset and isolate for the rest of the year. Hmm? And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to an episode, episode 58 of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. I'm Clinton Stanley, and I'm here with the co-host, Ryan Maddox. Ryan Maddox! The crowd goes wild. I love it. Welcome. Thank you for being here during these hard times. Up there, stuck at your house, not making money. So thank you for being here and working for free. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am essential personnel. That's right. I, I work. I work from home whether I get paid or not. Yeah. And guys, this podcast is a remote podcast, meaning we don't record in the same place. So, oh, yeah. so this isn't much different for us on the podcast side. Right. So we, we can just... different areas. So unless one of us gets the virus and we're just feeling bad, we won't. Won't be here, but mm-hmm. I would almost bet if it wasn't bad symptoms, we'd be on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah if I can hold it together, I'm good. Mm-hmm. If I'm not yeah. puking in a bucket or just sweating bullets, yeah. I'm here. Now, if I have the Even fever, if I'm a little, the fever's what gets me. I, I can take the sore throat, the cough, yeah, the body aches. Yeah, you know, the body aches and the fever. I'm done. Big baby, mm-hmm. me in the bed. Mm-hmm. But guys, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. We love having you here, and uh, tonight's going to be a lot of fun. We've got fun news. Ryan's got some information on what to do with the kiddos. Oh, yeah. All kinds of things that are going to be the most exciting things you've heard all year. Definitely. And then uh, you'll notice that uh, our our man Hunter is not here with us, our other co-host. He has some other work duties he's doing right now. Uh, But last I spoke with him, he said he would be here. He's just going to be late. So he may just pop in at any time during this episode. Everything is uh, still working pretty normally right now as far as gaming news goes. So um, it's slowed down a little bit, but we're going to check it out and see what's going on in the world of gaming right now. Leaks for Geeks! And it's that time. It's time for the leaks for the geeks, the news for the dudes. So we're going to get this started right now, right off the bat. We're going to talk about free things. Now, usually we do. Uh, I love free things. Yeah, usually we do freebie farm at the beginning of each month. Uh, That's probably going to be our staple from here on out because it just makes the most sense. Um, Mm -hmm. But at this current time of of crisis for the world, um, the gaming community is really banding together and putting out deals oh, yeah. and, and trying to yeah, get pulling people. together. Yeah, it's nice. So they're putting out deals. And uh, right now, uh, Ubisoft, 
um, has came out and they're giving away a free game right now. Uh, it's only going to be available till March 28th. So if you're listening to Friday uh, on the actual mm. audio podcast, you want to get that before Saturday. Um, I think it I actually think I already ends. missed the last free game. And yeah. I'm pretty disappointed about it. Yeah. So get on there and get it, get it free while it's free. Um, the game is Child of Light. This was released mm. in 2014. It's a charming side-scroller um, RPG developed by Ubisoft Montreal and directed by Patrick Plourday, um of Assassin's Creed 2 and Far Cry 3. Ubisoft okay. is currently giving it away, and like I said, that's until March 28th. And then they also are um, doing a Drawful 2, um, which is a local party game that you can download for free uh, until April 11th. So, okay. Uh, go check that out, guys. Now, good. Uh, is if I understand right, I already missed the uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider free. Right? Yes, yeah, that was going to be by uh, midnight the next day, I believe. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. I stink. That's Could one of those. Even midnight. Like, yeah, I wonder if it one. stayed free. I guess once you got it, you got it type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're is that right. right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's how they were, how they were going with it. So. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. So, got that going on. Um, and as far as other free things going out, there's really not anything else right now that I can see. But it's it's kind of nice to see people putting forth the effort um, and getting things done. So, let's get into the world of viruses, right? Uh, it's, it's basically like us talking about the tomorrow's pizza that we're going to have, right? It's basically in everything that we do. So... Um, here okay. we go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can I pause you real quick and have you mute sure. yourself on Skype? Yes. I forget on your end. I'm echoey. Um, so the creators of a game called Plague Inc. are adding a new game mode. Um, and so if you're wondering what is Plague Inc., I've not heard of this. Well, Plague Inc. allows you to play a disease and then with the goal being that you're going to wipe out humanity. Um, the endemic creations, the game makers of it, um, they're very pro-human, actually. So the opposite of what the game promotes, right? Um, they've just donated 250000 to help fund the COVID-19 relief and are now adding a mode to Plague, Inc. that's going to let people stop the outbreak. Ooh. So, yeah, the point of the game is you're a little virus. You pick these different viruses and you just go through and... Work your way at a cellular level, trying to break down the human immune system. Um, the uh, creator of the game says, Eight years ago, I never imagined the real world would come to resemble a game of Plague, Plague Inc., or that so many people would be using Plague Inc. Uh, to help get them through an actual pandemic. Um, and the creator's name is James Vaughan? 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 Uh, Plague Inc.'s creator of uh, Endemic Creations founder um, also says that uh, he didn't have a pandemic on his bingo card either this year. <laughs> so, cracking jokes, but the game itself um, uh, was kind of put together um, through the talks with um, Endemic Creations, uh, the World Health Organization, and the Coalition of Epidemic, Epidemic Preparedness Innovations. Um hmm. So they kind of talked to them, too, I guess, about getting this thing made. Uh, 
but the update will be free for all players for the duration of the pandemic uh, when it launches, uh, though there's no word you know, yet when that'll end. So, so that's like a DLC. Does that mean if you don't have it, then there's, the game itself isn't free? It's just the update? Right, just the update. So you can buy the game, okay. play, the, play the update. But okay. still pretty interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of looks fun too, like, and you have your viruses, like all your different um, types of viruses. Probably be a pretty good game to just kind of jump into microbiology, you know. So yeah, that's going on on that front. Now uh, we've talked about viruses, we've talked about free games, uh, mm -hmm. but there's some other free things being given away. And I posted this one out on our social media accounts. Um, trying to share articles and things with people that we find interesting um, throughout the week uh, so that you guys are updated on what's going on. You know, you might mm -hmm. miss this week's podcast, so maybe you get an article out of the deal. Um, right. But Nintendo, we all love Nintendo, or most people do. Uh, to me, I do because it's the first thing I ever played, right? It introduced me to a whole world that um, mm -hmm. I didn't know existed. So, as Yeah, it's about. probably got the strongest nostalgia for me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Mario and, and the different iterations of that game that came out on Nintendo. Well, they're doing their part right now to help out the coronavirus. Um, a lot of major companies around the world at the moment are doing their part, and Nintendo's mm -hmm. no different. Uh, they, um, as of now, they uh, took some N95 respirator masks and were actually able to donate it. And if you guys didn't know, yeah. you haven't been reading the news, there's a big shortage right now in the N95 respirator masks. Healthcare workers are being asked to basically reuse them. And it's really, that's not the purpose of them. You really want to just use them once. Um, but mm -hmm. at this point, uh, across the board, everybody's basically going down to use them one per, 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 per nurse or per physician, per right. patient. And so, yeah, because uh, your regular little masks don't really do the job. Right, right. So, um, yeah, so Nintendo stepped up and they donated to North Bend's uh, production facility in North America. Or, sorry, hmm. I mixed that up. Nintendo's North Bend production facility in North America is generously donating to North Bend, the town, okay. or the city. Um, and they're, per they're giving it to the, um, to the East Side Fire and Rescue uh, workers to distribute amongst whoever needs the, you know, where the biggest need is at. Um, Nintendo representative Jerry Danson said the masks were needed during the time of crisis. Nansen stated mm -hmm. that masks were originally purchased for emergency preparedness planning. However, amidst the COVID-19 crisis, knew there was a need elsewhere. Um, Eastside Fire and Rescue staff will distribute the masks throughout the region uh, to address immediate needs, including the city of North Bend. Um, the community served by the city of North Bend and Eastside Fire Rescue deeply appreciate the generous donation from Nintendo. So. Nice. I just read an article today, I think it was maybe yesterday, talking mm -hmm. about a Ford plant that is shutting down at least a portion of their plant. might have been the whole plant. Mm -hmm. um, and producing, um, I think they're producing ventilators, not respirators. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, ventilators. And just turning the plant into a ventilator plant. Yep, and I thought that That's was good. pretty interesting. I thought, my first thought was kind of, they just have all the gear they need to, to make those there. Like, you know, yeah, you think that that's, a lot of that stuff is like, you know, they got machines that are pre-made to make each little part and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. maybe they're just going to use their uh, employees to assemble or something like that. Right. Maybe sure assemble exactly all the equipment and then a software mm -hmm. company actually builds the, uh, the computer part of it. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. 
something like that. Of course, now they have computers and cars, so who knows what they can do. Right. You right. know, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a little tidbit, I don't want to get too far off course because I know we're a gaming podcast, but if you're wondering, why is the mask thing so serious? Well, it's it's mainly because if your healthcare workers are not protected from the virus and say that a lot of your nurses on one floor that's taking care of COVID patients get sick, now mm-hmm. you're down, you're, you're getting short staff. So um, that's where it starts becoming a big issue too. Um, with the mask. Right. Well, not so. only that, if if one of them were to get it, who visited with somebody who had it, uh, and they sent him over for the CDC testing, well, then they may go, you know, 10, 14 days with no symptoms mm-hmm. and be spreading it to every person they see who doesn't have it. Right. right? So, People yeah, are coming it's a in bad to get deal all, and, all around. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, definitely help out where you can, guys. I'm not saying don't buy them, but definitely leave them for people that are going to need them. Um for mm-hmm. their work or for medical. Um, don't hoard them, basically, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so Nintendo's doing their part. That's a really good story. I was glad I found it today. Made me feel good. Um, Resident Evil 3 is right around the corner. Um, oh, we yeah. did a little Resident Evil 2 stream uh, last weekend. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of fun. It was successful. So um, Probably do it again this weekend, won't we? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I believe so. We finally found out a way, guys, to basically link up to my computer and we can all play a single player game together trading off yes. virtually. Uh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's what we've always wanted really. So if you have any couch co-op games out there that you guys want to play, um, you can play those couch co-op games on there and mm-hmm. play two players at the same time, or you can play single players and it's a little more complicated because that's not what it's made for, but mm-hmm. it works. Yep. Um, that's called Parsec Parsec. Yep. It's a free app, free software. And, uh, it's not perfect, but it is a, an awesome tool that's developing right now. And so pretty cool right. idea. And it is something we are using. Um, we're not saying, of course, that uh, we recommend it in the sense of safety, right? So do your research. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you trust it before you put it on your computer, um, as with mm-hmm. most things on, on your computer. But so far, yeah, we're none of us have had with any each issues. Other. Yeah, know who you're sharing really to well. as well. Because you do give access to your computer. It's basically a... a just like any other PC sharing program, except mm-hmm. for it's designed for gamers. Yep. So just know who you're sharing to for sure. Mm-hmm. So Resident Evil 3, um, we're trying to beat Resident Evil 2 so that we can get to Resident Evil 3 when it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. There's already been some spoilers coming out. We're going to talk a little bit about it here, but we're not going to mm-hmm. go into detail. Um, but this is this is from Games Radar. This is what they're saying. Resident Evil 3 spoilers have been have started appearing online a little over a week before the game. It's set to hit stores, and they include gameplay details as well as story teasers. Um, if you mm. want to play the game uh, with as little foreknowledge as possible, you have officially been warned. I figure it'd be okay in this sense because we've played Resident Evil 3 for the most part or have right. had interaction with it, right? So we kind of know the general well, Yeah, Res- Resident Evil 2, the remake, uh, you know, it has some, some nice... Graphical changes and a few changes to the story slightly due to the fact that you don't have the loading screens. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's it's playing the old story. So yeah. I don't really see how there would be, um, you know, giveaways. Well, there is Unless something. Unless you've never played RE2. Well, RE3 may be a little bit different. We'll talk about okay. it just, just briefly here. Um, so if you don't want spoilers, you don't want to know anything about it, you just want to go in fresh, go ahead and pause now and skip over probably the next... Five minutes, I'd say. You'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, Capcom has confirmed 
but it's a, a little more creative license this time around with the remake of uh, Resident Evil 3. With Resident Evil 2, okay. they kind of stuck to the story. Now, um, the leaks that are um, have been posted out aren't um, aren't verified, if you will. Okay. Um, but yeah. it is it is from a source that's been around in the past. Mm-hmm. Yep. Spoilers point out some of the story details by way of which areas appear to be included in the game. But they also reveal right. some of the mechanics behind the game. Most notably, it looks like there will be four difficulty modes at launch that range from assist mode, which gives you partially regenerating health and a complimentary mm. assault rifle, to super hard mode. Never use it. <laughs> never use super hard mode? No. No, no, you should never use the other one. Oh, yeah, never yeah. It kind of kills the, kills the vibe, yeah. right? Takes well, away the whole game. They also have super hard mode. Uh, which makes enemies extra aggressive and changes their locations. Um, yeah. Kind of uh, sounds like you could play through it and then play through it again in super hard mode and have a different game. Yep. A little bit. Yep. I like that. And that More sounds like that's going to be a random generated thing is what it sounds right. like. We'll see. Um, the leaks also provide some detail about new game plus mode. Uh, the mode will allegedly be unlocked once you beat the game on any difficulty and will make changes to certain parts of the campaign as well as the ending. It sounds like it will take place take the place of Leon and Claire B campaigns uh, that show what the other character was up to in Resident Evil 2. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, interesting stuff. Uh, that's about all they got, but they, like I said, we're not going to go into great detail about the actual yeah, spoilers. Yeah, that's not spoilers. Too, too big of giveaways. Yeah, that's good. Yep. I like that. Yeah, because I, I definitely okay. vetted it before because I didn't want to ruin it for you and Hunter mm-hmm. or myself. You know, I was like, I don't want to go too deep. If they treat this game the way they treated number two, it's going to be a great game. Mm-hmm. They just did a great job on number two. It's one of those that you're kind of nervous, like, oh, are they just going to ruin one of my favorite nostalgic games that have ever existed? Right. And then it came out and it was just like they delivered, you know? <laughs> and exactly. so I hope they, I think they're going to do the same on this. I think they've got a, a new hype in the Resident Evil arena. And really, that started with Resident Evil uh, 7. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of brought back that deep, eerie and scariness and that they kind of brought back to their roots a little bit. And then once they had people hooked again, they said, we're coming out with RE2. I think there it was perfect go. timing. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a great mm-hmm. crush, crescendo they did there. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and number seven, like I said, up to, to date, it's probably the scariest because I played it in VR. So it just mm-hmm. freaked me out the whole game, you know. Oh, it's horrible, yeah. Yeah, very, very scary. Um, but we're going to shift from Resident Evil to Minecraft. Talk about a, a world of difference, right? I mean, they have zombies mm-hmm. in Minecraft, but they don't compare to Resident Evil. Um, but yes, Microsoft and Mojang have released several free Minecraft education lessons in an effort to entertain and educate some of the many school kids who are currently missing classes due to this coronavirus lockdown. Mm. Lessons were pulled uh, from or based on the education edition of Minecraft, which many schools use in traditional classes, which I did not know. So that's cool. I didn't know that either. Yeah. A collection of 10 lessons can now be downloaded from Minecraft Marketplace for free via the new education category. These include a replica of the International Space Station, a robot-aided coding course, a tour of Washington, D.C., uh, landmarks, um, marine biology, Greek history, and more. The lessons are now oh, live yeah. and will be free to download through June 30th. 
Um, my daughter loves Minecraft, so uh, that's perfect. Yep. We'll and definitely then, download that for her. Yep. And in a post from Mojang, they said, uh, it's a blog post, they said, the worlds include lesson plans like creative writing activities, build challenges, and tricky puzzles. Uh, Minecraft mm. has helped countless kids learn everything from modern coding to ancient history in classroom settings. Um, Xbox boss Phil Spencer says many are looking to gaming to remain connected with friends while practicing social distancing. And we are seeing an unprecedented demand for gaming from our customers right now. Um, he continues with hundreds of millions of kids at home due to coronavirus related school closures, more kids are going to uh, spend more kids are going to be online uh, to spend time with friends, explore online worlds and learn through play. Families are trying oh, yeah. to navigate the need to help their children with distance learning and balance uh, that with taking time to have fun. While kids may be well, home from look, school. If you look uh, here locally, in a lot of states too, but I mean, we're in the center of the country. If you're one of our local listeners, they just pushed through today. Um, Tulsa Public Schools, which is here in Oklahoma, they're done for, this, for the year. They're not going mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was statewide now they're doing that. It might be. Not I think, sure. Yeah, I think it was statewide. Not one hundred percent sure. Yeah, my wife. Uh, they're they're talking about distance learning. Probably going to get an answer about that tomorrow. But yeah, he also says while kids may be home from school, family settings can help balance gaming with offline schoolwork and other responsibilities. So mm-hmm. I think it's great. I didn't know this existed. I'm super pumped about it. I mean, oh, it really cool. helps. It really helps me and Ryan because our kids. I mean, my kids three and mm-hmm. a half. About to be four, I guess, mm-hmm. in July, and Ryan's daughter is uh, six, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, six. Um, we're at the point now, like she's at the point where this is perfect. That's going to be right. a, oh, a yeah. great activity for her to do, um, and you don't have to worry about oh, is she gaming too much because she's learning. You know, it's teaching her, right? Teaching her things. Right. So that's awesome. Really excited to announce that here on the podcast. Now we're going to shift gears and go on over to the PlayStation Five. We've talked about rumors. We've talked about uh, what what do we you know what's there to expect. Well, after an official news drop from Sony, we now know a little bit more about this. Uh, I'm getting my information on this from Games Radar. They say the biggest news takeaways from the from today from the PS5 event that, that took place was Sony says that uh, PS5 SSD is key to the next gen hardware. Uh, PS5 game updates will be more streamlined. So say goodbye to copying delays. Um, PS5 load times eliminated to give the game designer freedom to make whatever they want. You can now, uh, you can play PS4 games on PS5 with an external hard drive. Um, PS5 game, uh, betas coming before the end of the year. Um, and will not go back to PS3 just in case some of you guys had that pop into your head right then. Mm. Everything I've seen, it's just going to go back to PS4, but your PS3 stuff is gone once you move on to PS5. Yeah, and that probably has to do with the engine upgrades and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just probably mm-hmm. too hard to make it compatible. Yeah, you um, can't make it compatible forever. Yeah. And we have emulators now, so if you get a power enough, powerful enough computer, you can make it work through that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and plus the retro stuff's coming back like, like crazy anyway. You have your Nintendo and your PlayStation minis mm-hmm. that you can buy. Um, or if you wait a little bit, you'll probably be able to get them used later on when people get tired of them. Right. So uh, they also say all that they know right now, Sony's next-gen console is arriving um, uh, in holiday of 2020. 
and this was confirmed um, from PlayStation 5. Uh, with every new console, the processor and graphics get better, which is, of course, compelling, but we need to have unique elements too, explained Ryan um, in an interview with Business Insider. This is going to be um, Jim Ryan, PlayStation CEO. Not Ryan, who's sitting across from me here on the screen. Right, right, right. It wasn't me. <laughs> yep. Apparently, many of these bigger differences between PS5 and PS4 haven't haven't been announced yet. Um, but in a recent Wired article, PS5 arch architect uh, Mark Kearney um, gave us a bumper of info about upcoming PS5 specs alongside hints uh, what we can expect from the PS5 price. This is what, what, what they say here. The TL... Um, DR version is that it'll be backwards compatible like we said. It'll have a disk drive. It's been in development for the past four years. A number of studios are already working on PS5 games. It'll boost 8K graphics in support for ray tracing and under the under the hood will be a custom made AMD CPU and GPU. That's all they could get out of them. Um, okay. So it's it's not going to be uh, natively 8K, but it'll be um, up converting to 8K. Probably up, K, now, up, probably up in it from 4K to 8K, right? Right, right. Now, in all reality, expect. that's I don't think that's a big deal. We don't really have anybody who has 8K yet. There's no 8K 4K content. 4K is not even hardly, it's, you know. Yeah, 4K is, 4K is at like 50% at the max, right? And most people still aren't even watching 4K most of the time in the sense of movies and things like that or streaming. Most streaming is still 1080p, mm -hmm. so to worry about 8K at this at this moment, you know, I don't know. I'm not even really sold on 8K. Uh, from a lot of the research I did on 4K, it's already surpassed um, visibility levels in the sense of mm -hmm. what our eyes can detect just by a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so 8K is good. I think if you're talking about screens over 60 inches, right? So we're talking about 75 inch screens, yeah, 100 inch screens, right? Which we do have now, right? You have the Samsung wall. Mm -hmm. And some other uh, units like that that are modular units that you can connect screen to screen, and it makes real big screens. Right. Um, but I, I can't see somebody having a 55-inch TV in their living room and needing 8K. I think it's a little – nobody's worried about that just yet. So Yeah. If you're perfect. getting 8K at this point, you've got – you know, you're living good. <laughs> that's what I think. Well, I think, just, I think if you get 8K that's... right now, you're going to be jealous of the fact that when people actually start producing 8K, the 8K TVs – are going to be way better five years from now. Yeah, I was about so to if say. You were I remember the big money on one now. I remember I did that with HD. I I had uh, saved up some money from one of my jobs, my first jobs, mm -hmm. and had some mm -hmm. money just sitting around. And I was like, I'm going to go buy me an HD TV. Is when they first came out. And then yep. about a year and a half later, uh, you had bought one, and yours was way better than mine, way better right. and cheaper, right? Or at least the same yeah. price, bigger. Um, mm -hmm. And they had already moved technology had already moved that quick on right. that deal, right? Yep. Now the prediction right now from uh, Games Radar is that they're thinking it's going to be around five hundred dollars um, mm -hmm. out of the gate. Um, a new report emerged from uh, that Sony was struggling to keep the PS5 retail price low. Bloomberg, Bloomberg resource Bloomberg sources uh, suggest that uh, scarcity of particular internal parts in the PS5 is driving the price up on the production line, and Sony may choose to pass the buck on to consumers. Uh, sources say the current unit price of the PS5 is about 450, um, which some uh, in the company worry may already seem too steep. 
they also point out, um, and I forget where I read this it in the article, but they said that some of the uh, product is um, kind of hard for them to get, like the actual internals. Yeah. It's, it's, Which it's I actually think that's directly con- that's directly connected to the uh, virus right now, because mm-hmm. of trading and shipping and stuff like that has kind kind of been whacked down in different places, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I think that that has a big part of what's going on there with the building. So that'll all depend on how long that lasts, right? Because they're going to be mm-hmm. building units the whole time. They've been building units. They're going to continue building units all the way up to twenty twenty holiday season. So right, they know if they'll this sell. Virus they know thing they'll stays sell, big. But... Yeah, but if this virus thing thing stays big till then the price will actually only go up in the cost of building mm-hmm. so they'll have to either take a hit or pass it on to us there's nothing they can do about it yeah. um outside of that the fact that um you know they've already got competition right and they've got to mm-hmm. kind of balance that between them and and the new xbox that's coming they it doesn't really matter if for some reason xbox can build theirs for less mm-hmm. playstation will have to keep their price down i mean that's just kind yeah. of how that goes now, now you're you're more into like the business side of things on usually like you analyze that mm-hmm. more um, because mm-hmm. you run your own business. Um, they couldn't. And I mean, I, I'm not sure how it all works, what the laws and things are, because like I said, I haven't looked at it. But uh, with a PS5 situation, if they did need to eat the cost, they make money off their film. They you know they make money off of other products, right? Mm-hmm. Could they take the hit and just eat the cost on the other end? Yeah, they can. Uh, th- those those businesses are actually separate, right? So that's an umbrella company, Sony. Mm-hmm. And PlayStation is a company underneath that of its okay, own. Okay, so that's what I was wondering. Um, they can't really claim or they couldn't take right. anything away from another entity then necessarily. But they could on their gaming side, right? Because they develop games too, not just the console. Mm-hmm. So on their game development side, they could take from that probably to an extent. I think that's PlayStation Entertainment, which may even be a different company kind of. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, here's what I think. We we've proven that anything much over 550, you get over 550, you hit 600 or more, um, and the sales go down mm-hmm. on consoles. People just aren't comfortable buying it because you're getting closer to that PC range. Right? Well, I was about to say, and at that point, go, you're like, well, if I'm gonna spend that much, I might as mm-hmm. well go get that that computer that I can later upgrade, right? Right, right, um, yep. And you can you can go buy a decent gaming PC for 800 bucks. You know, mm-hmm. that's upgradable. Um, it's not going to be super upgradable at that price. You know, you're going to have to pay more than that to get to a real good base build. But here's my thought. Somehow the phone market has discovered how to make this work and how they did that is to contract with the carriers, right? Um, so in that sense, the carrier is footing the bill. And so there's Mm -hmm. a middleman, right? And so Mm -hmm. we actually do what you, we we don't think of it as financing, but it is financing. It's just Mm -hmm. at 0%, right? And we pay, uh, increments right throughout two years until mm-hmm. our phones paid off. Right. Um, I think that that's the direction consoles should go. If consoles really want to sell well and sell more and sell for a higher price, I think you could take the same PlayStation, right? That's mm-hmm. going to be sold for 500 and yeah. you could sell it for $800 and you're going to sell another 50% more units because you sold it for $800 and mm-hmm. you allowed people to pay for that over the next two years, just like the phone bill. So right. people are paying $35 a month, right? $40 a month. And they're paying out. And then they're going to have it for five years, right? I mean, the consoles last a while now, just like the last PlayStation did. Well, I was I was going to say, so if they do that, uh, they're going to have to step it up. In my opinion, they're going to have to step it up on other ends, though. So it's going to need to be able to run um, basically all the apps that you can get on a phone 
or on, mm-hmm. um, at least on your computer, right? Uh, browsing, as far as browsing goes, it's going to have to be mm-hmm. as adaptable as a computer, I would think, if you're right. going to start. If you really want to get it to a point where it feels like, um, well, um, I you know, need reality, this, right? Because with a phone, with a phone at this point, everybody's acceptable to that system too. Because it's like, well, I need right. my phone. I do my work on my phone. I talk to my family. Yeah, but you on don't need phone. the upgrade. You don't need the upgrade, and everybody still upgrades every two years. Right. I have a phone. But I'm right, saying people talk themselves into later. that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So they think they need it. It, it's it not, is a product they need. Sorry. Just maybe not necessarily. It's a product that they need, but maybe not necessarily an upgrade they need. Right. But they've but already I, sold themselves. But, but, so. I was about to say, that, but the thing is they've been tricked into believing they need it, right? So whether they right. need it or not doesn't really matter. So in this case, I think consoles, people still look at it as, well, I don't need that, right? So how, how do they translate that into a need? Then you're, to an then you're onto that. I think plenty of people bury themselves. They can't afford the console at all. When a new one comes out, they have to buy it. Their kids have to have it at Christmas, and they have to buy that new console. And mm-hmm. no matter what, even and they'll end up pawning it three months from then because they couldn't really afford it, and now they need it to help pay their bills. That's something that happens with consoles all the time. So I don't think it's at the, at the need and versatility of a phone, but I think it's not that far. Does that make sense? And so I think the ability to go, hey, I could go walk in here and walk right. out for 50 bucks and have a PlayStation 5, mm-hmm. I think you'd just sell the crap out of that. I think people would be in there like crazy getting it. Now, the yeah. problem is... I feel like if the they up the price, is, if you get up into like that 800 mark, though, that's where I'm saying. Mm-hmm. like If you try to up upsell it, so to speak, um, then that's where you're going to run into issues. If, if, if yeah. you can't convince people that it's worth needing does that make sense that, that that's all i'm saying if they go for the yeah. let's boost the price and sell more mm-hmm. i think you're gonna have to do do more if that makes so sense. so maybe they hit somewhere in the middle maybe they hit somewhere like 650 right um and at 650 they hit and then all of a sudden we're able to also do this financing right mm-hmm. and i think you're at the point where man what are we talking about between 650 and you're talking 500 to 650 on a payment, you're talking about nothing. That's $2 a month, right? Right, right. Nobody's going to shake a stick at that. Nobody cares mm-hmm. about something like that. So you're going to you're gonna make an extra. I guarantee they're going to sell 50% more, and they're still going to sell a lot to people that don't want to finance it. They don't want to get into that. Right. They just want to own it. Of course, now you're on, the, you're on the hook for what if people don't pay, right? And yeah. you've got all that extended out there. But it's worked for the phone companies, but and I, I guess you're say right, you're, because you're gonna, it's a need. Yeah, you're going to have to figure out a way to um, maybe work with the phone companies. I don't know how that would work. Or you would okay, have to. Okay, now I got it, though. Because the thing with I Best just... Buy, you're going to have to either do it through Best Buy or GameSpot, and no one's going to be like, well, I want to go in and, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a harder set. Right. Now, here's how you do it, okay? Because okay. in my mind, I'm saying, well, how? why Why do the phone people pay, right? Why right. do they and, and Hunter, we always welcome. pay? We welcome, never... to, welcome to the so, street, guys. brother. <laughs> yeah, Hunter's in here. Yeah. Why do we pay... Uh, and, and they don't really have very many people default on phones, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why they do it. And I realize you're right. It's not just a need. You need your phone, but mm-hmm. the fact is the phone, if you don't pay, they turn it off, Yes. right? And you, you cannot assign it to another service and make it work right? if you haven't right. finished paying off the phone. So if they made the PlayStation that way to where, yeah, you could choose not to pay, right? Mm-hmm. But if you choose not to pay... It doesn't work. We brick the 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 PlayStation. There's no unlocking it. There's no getting it to work until you pay, or you can turn it in, or you're getting it turned into your credit. Mm-hmm. I think there's a way to do that. 
And I think it would work well for those console companies. Well, then, but then you have the issue of people being like, well, after I pay, I don't want them to be able to just shut it off, right? So yeah. I don't know how you go about but that. But that's the part. same thing with phones. Phones work the same way. They get unlocked at a certain point and they can never be turned back off. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's true. I don't know. It's an idea. It's an idea. Yeah. It's an idea. It's an idea. Definitely an idea. I, it, it's a good business sense. I don't know that as a customer I want them to do that because I just know they're going to jack it to a thousand like they do the iPhones. <laughs> right. And now right, I'm right. paying two years <laughs> to just play that that new system. Right. But you know, in the sense you, of you pay you pay your phone and then by the time you get it paid off it's like broken. If you did, I mean, I just think I think you're just going to open the opportunity for way more sales if mm -hmm. you did that. Right. And, and plenty of people. I can would see buy that it, definitely. Normally wouldn't. You're talking yeah. zero percent too, right? I, I, I guess for me, I, I have to side with Ryan because listen, if I walked in, if I walked in to go get this phone at Verizon and they said it's seven hundred dollars, I'm gonna be like, no, show me a downgrade. A thousand, a thousand. Yeah, this was a seven hundred for me. I don't know if I was because of oh, a really? contract or what, but it was seven hundred something dollars. But usually, yes, the brand new iPhones thousand dollars right but, but regardless even 700 if i walk in and they say mm -hmm. 700 right now i'm i'm going to say show me something cheaper but yep. when the lady goes you can get this because you've paid off your old phone and it's only going to be 30 something a month mm -hmm. i'm like mm -hmm. sign me up okay Easy. so let me let no me problem. ask you this are you going to do that with GameSpot though what what do you mean GameSpot? so so what i'm saying is they have the carriers right you have AT&T you have Verizon right you know, right, these, right. These companies that are already doing it for them, right? Okay. Um, so, would you be willing to do that with GameSpot? What is GameSpot? Yeah, he's saying if he said he's saying it's it's a carrier instead of PlayStation. I guess I mean GameStop. Alone, I'm saying GameSpot, but I mean GameStop. Oh, GameStop. Yeah. So yeah. instead of I instead would, of a PlayStation yes. carrying the loan, GameStop would carry the loan. You'd walk in and go, "Hey, I want that for thirty five dollars a month." Okay. Let me let me rephrase that. Would your wife be cool with you doing that? Would she? I think she would be more cool with me paying a monthly payment than dropping seven hundred dollars in one one mm -hmm. one sitting. Maybe you might have. A point. See, me and you, Clint, we're a little bit different because we're real big on the no debt, right? We try not to. Like, <laughs> I guess even, that's true. Like I, I, guess that's I, I hate that too, though. And, I don't yeah, like owing people that. money. But, but there's general, just things in life. Public. Mm -hmm. Right. That's true. There's on just some things system, in life. I guess you're right. Like like you said, the parents that are like, well. Mm -hmm. Got to get it for my kid for I mean, Christmas, or they're gonna have bad Christmas. Even me, right. I cannot afford a new Xbox One or PlayStation Four. Right in the past, mm -hmm. can't afford it. Just hasn't happened for me over the years. Just money's been too tight. But you might have talked me into getting one on a twenty-five, thirty-five dollar a month plan. I might have mm -hmm. done it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then once I did it, I, I just got to make it happen. I right. don't want my credit to get ruined. You know what I mean? And so I think I think I don't know. Are you listening, PlayStation? Kick us, a, kick us a little bit change, you know, if, yeah, you, if yeah. you adapt this. Now, they might not be going that route because they like this whole update system, right, where they they sell you the, the base price, this $500 one, right? And then in no, a year, true. year and a half from now, hey, here comes the new upgraded version. And then all your, mm -hmm. all your guys that can't stand that kind of stuff are going to be like, well, sell on this, you know, to somebody else and going to buy me a new mm -hmm. one. And then their sales boost up again. And then no, they'll make perfect. They and do then it they'll just, make it. They do it. They'll make a slim version for the cheapies. You know, the people who want to be cheaper. It's just like and a car. They do it just like the phone. They do it just like the phone. If that original version is still in good condition and everything, you mm -hmm. trade it in for this whatever value, right? At a certain point, after mm -hmm. a year, your loan is for two years. But after a year, you can trade it in and you can get the new upgraded version. 
and start your finance. You're probably going to get like a, a crap trade in, but that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just true. the way it is. So maybe with the now, next generation, they'll do that. Now where I would lose the interest is if they add interest to the loan. I, I don't think. It's yeah. over if they add interest. That, right. no, nobody's doing that. We yeah. might as well go get a Walmart card or something. Yeah, that already mm-hmm. exists. At that point, you can just go to the Best Buy on, on your Best Buy card in six months. Right. Because no you just mm-hmm. use a credit card at that point. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, maybe they're having – but it's definitely got to be a contract thing, right? they got to be able to get contracted mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. get enough money for being contracted with those people to then make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. see, you're right. See, I'm not thinking about that. I'm – Okay, we need to we need to veer off of this, but people <laughs> we'll are probably enjoying that. it. There, people are probably thinking about this as we're talking right now, thinking, mm-hmm. you know what? But Clint's right. The one comment he just made: AT and T, Horizon, Verizon, whatever, all the companies, T-Mobile, they they are doing it at zero percent. Yes, but they're getting your contract, so mm-hmm. they're getting money for your usage. That's true. Mm-hmm. So maybe you'd have to guarantee that you're going to pay for um, Xbox. Live uh, for the next two years. Live, yeah, something like something that's going to give them some extra money, or the PlayStation Plus, right, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because yes, you're right. Where's the incentive for them other than selling more units? They got to be a little bit more profit in it. Of course, if they sell it at a higher price, but then all your people who want to buy it all outright, they got to pay a higher price too. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you you do fall into a bit of a conundrum there. And then you get into exclusivity, right? Who, who's going to buy our contract and we're only going to sell at that mm-hmm. store, you know, like Apple's mm-hmm. done. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe as a as an international business strategy, that wouldn't work quite as well. I don't right. know. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Moving on. A lot of different. Yeah, I could talk about that for a while. Yeah, a lot of different viewpoints on it. Um, but, hey, I mean, that would probably work good for me the next year because I'm not going to be able to afford the... Um, <laughs> The new PlayStation, anyway. Well, and that's just it. That's why they would make more money. Yeah. Because I think they would. Like us. They could talk yep. you into it. Because, like I said, a lot of Americans don't want to walk into a mobile store and pay the full price right there. Mm-hmm. If they did, they'd lose a lot of. A lot of people wouldn't want to buy the newest thing. You yeah. know. No heck no. So. Yeah, I believe that. Yep. And and is holiday twenty twenty the time to do it now? That's the other question, right? Yeah. With the way the economy just dumped, took a dump. Is this whole virus issue? Ugh. What are sales? Well, that be means like, the right? monthly would the monthly would be perfect to do it. Really, because everybody's gonna be like, we're gonna bounce back, baby. Cough up that kind of money. So that's what I'm saying. May, they may even just have to take a hit this year, whether they like it or not, on sales. Mm-hmm. I'm sure most we'll places that. are. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of anticipating this dip right now. Well, I have but, one more story. I'm gonna go ahead and go through it, but I'm gonna go through it real fast. Um, didn't mean you're good. To go on we're good on time like too. That. Mine's gonna be pretty short. We're we're set. Okay. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, we've talked about it in the past, um, Half-Life Alex, that uh, launched, and it's it's now out. It's a VR prequel. Um, mm. It's a brand new Half-Life game. Um, it's not Half-Life 3, but it is Half-Life. came out March Great. 23rd is when it released. Um, in retail, it's 60 bucks, um, and it's free for anyone who has a Valve Index VR headset. I do need to specify... This is only on a Windows system, as of right this now. This is free. No, it's sixty bucks. Oh, what did you just say about free? Or you oh, said it's for I said for anybody on a VR headset. It's free for anyone who owns the Valve Index VR headset. So oh, I guess okay. if you bought that headset, it's like an exclusive. 
that's free. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I believe those were purchased previously. I don't know that you can mm-hmm. still do that. Um, or you might. It might come with the game, like maybe with the yeah, VR headset if you buy it. Um, you got any early reviews, or what are people thinking about it so far? Uh, I haven't looked at any reviews. I was just going to kind of go over what it is. Um, okay, let's hear on it. On this. So the requirements you're going to need, um, the index itself calls for 8 gig, eight gig RAM and a GTX 970 at minimum. Um, Alex's system requires are a bit higher, but still pretty modest. You need uh, Windows 10 to run it. You're going to need a processor uh, that's a Core i5. 7500 or a Risen 5 1600. These are the minimum requirements. Uh, okay. You're going to need 12 gigs of RAM and you're going to need a GTX 1060 or uh, an RX 580 with 6 gigs of uh, video RAM on that. Okay. Um, and they say uh, the game itself, you use um, gravity, gravity gloves. So mm-hmm. um, that's what you're going to be using. Uh, they use the similar fashion with the gravity gun uh, to pull things because that's what you're going to do okay. in Half-Life. So, uh, right, and right. you're going to be able to throw objects around, and there's a lot more you can do with them in VR, so they're kind of setting it up with those um, that system with the gloves. Um, in the Reddit AMA from January, Valve confirms that all the guns in Half-Life, Alex, only require one hand, uh, though, okay. you can grip, uh, though you can grip the end with a second hand uh, to steady your aim. So I want to be able to keep it free if you're shooting with a certain gun. Right, right, right. That's kind of cool. It's kind of That's a thing you can't yeah. really do with a controller, right? Any other game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Half Half-Life Alex will feature all the hallmarks of the classic Half-Life game, including world exploration, puzzle solving, visceral combat, and an inner, intric- intricately woven story that connects it all with characters iconic to the Half-Life universe. Um, initially, some speculated that Half-Life Alex might be a short demo, um, but they're saying no. Uh, this game is is a pretty full-fledged game. Um, right now, you're looking at about 20 hours of gameplay if you get it, which isn't, isn't horrible. It's pretty good, especially for a VR Heck, game. Yeah, that's real good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Half-Life Alex is undoubtedly uh, optimized with Valve Index and its knuckle controllers, but Valve isn't limiting the hardware um, that you can play. It'll be compatible with HTC Vive, Windows Mixed okay. Reality, and Oculus Rift, and Oculus Quest if you have a PC Link available. Um, okay. PC Link cable, I should say. Um, it'll also support room scale, standing or sitting play, and includes three movement options, teleportation, Shift, which uh, which is uh, means you smoothly zoom between points, and then regularly analog stick walking around. Hmm. So okay, yep, and that's some of the that's the combat, some of the some of the sickness that comes with it. That mm, makes sense. Right, right. Yep. On Steam, you asked about reviews. On Steam, it's got a five star, like it's filled oh, up. Oh really? Yep. So let's cool. look at the reviews since you asked. Um, yeah, I think it's a good good idea to let them know. People are thinking yeah. about buying it. Right now they're saying overwhelmingly um, positive. This guy says, F you, Jeff. Nice. After completing <laughs> the game, I confirm that it was indeed worth the wait. Um, by far uh, the best VR game out there, 10 out of 10. I have a GTX really? 1080, and I can play on max settings with with uh, 50 frame rates per second. This guy says, Damn, absolutely. That sucks because I'm sitting here thinking all of a sudden in my head, 
sweet, let's just get it. We'll play it at your house. And then I realized it's PC only. And it's VR, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why I thought your house, because of your PlayStation VR. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, there might be an app out there that can switch the old PlayStation VR headset to a... But I don't know how Computer? we do the controllers, though. You'd be kind of screwed right, on right, that. Right, right, uh, right. Okay. This guy says, absolutely stunning VR game. The gameplay aspect of this is one of the... That have been revived to near perfection. I enjoyed walking around the world, picking things up casually with gravity gloves. It really becomes like second nature after the first few times you use it. Simply amazing. Shooting, reloading, throwing grenades, and combat overall feels really enjoyable. I love to take the extra second uh, to aim, and you find the weak spots of the enemies, and you get to shoot them. So oh, man, uh, sounds, sounds like sounds like everything overall. He's giving it a 9.9 .9 out of 10. Um, he said, nice. love crushing those cans with my index fingers. Or index <laughs> controllers. Because that's got the whole right. grip thing to it, the fingers. So that's like a whole other right. element to your... That's cool. Um, to your gameplay. I'm really jealous, but... Uh, yeah. You know, that's all right. It's okay. I have a, one of my favorite YouTubers has that series he started. He's like three videos in, so I'm excited to start watching that. Yeah. Hmm. The graphics look really good. I mean, that looks really nice. So but that's all I have on news. That was a lot of fun. Um Hope we didn't rant too much, nice. guys. But hey, it was a good little gaming sesh. No, I think we're good. I think I think the I think people are thinking about the same kind of stuff as us in the sense of, uh, you know, PlayStation and Xbox, and we love these new consoles. But geez, the way it's set up right now, it's just not what's normal for us on spending big items like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't mm -hmm. go buy a computer and then upgrade a year later, and then two years later upgrade again, and. You know, really what they did is moved away from the, we're going to make a new PlayStation and then still made new PlayStations, right? Right. And so it's kind of this weird, and Xbox does the same thing. And so I don't know. I think a new a new way of selling it would be a great idea. And so yeah. hopefully you guys enjoyed that little rant we went on. Oh, yeah. And then in the next generation, who knows, with cloud gaming and if internet can ever catch up to the speeds of what you really need to do cloud gaming, um, mm -hmm. who knows what, what the future holds. But... Uh, well, you know, everybody's bragging about 5G. It's one of those things that could be so big that it's causing the coronavirus, according to some. And <laughs> I've it heard could that be, uh, oh yeah, and it could be so big that uh, it is. What do you call it? Um, Going to replace wired internet. Some mm -hmm. people really believe we're on the verge of no more <laughs> wired internet, and everybody will have super high-speed internet coming with the future of 5G, and that whoever controls the 5G market will be uh, really at the top of the world. It's that big of a technology shift. Yep. Yeah, well, well, we'll see, I guess. I guess we'll the pr proof is in the pudding. I also heard a lot of things about this, um, what is it, Google Fiber or whatever it's called? Mm -hmm. But it's taking yeah, them, definitely. It's just going to take them a long time to install it. It's like, well, yeah, that's a great I've idea. I've also but... heard the, the hype about Stadia and uh, <laughs> the hype about... Uh, yeah, uh, about lots of hype. Crackdown 3. Last year. <laughs> oh, now, we're, crack now, down we're, three. now we're getting Every personal. time you get a chance. I uh, still want to play Crackdown 3, just so you know. <laughs> well, We should we should buy it and then uh, do the, the video where we all three take turns playing it and just rag on it. Hey, the good thing is, I don't know, is it local co-op? We could probably put in and just buy it and then play it on uh, Parsec, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little, yep. a little team... Because I don't think we all want to buy a turd, right? No, no, no. Just no, buy no. One turd uh, what do you call it? It's not, it's not local co-op. None of the crackdowns oh, okay. are. They're only uh, via only online or system link. link. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, that's too um, 
We could play yeah, the story mode it. like we did Res. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But well, next we have for you guys a juicy set of activities. Roll that bean footage. I thought it was beautiful bean footage. No, I just said bean footage. Epic dads. Epic results. Today we're going to talk about some activities that you can do with your kiddos during uh, the no school. And um, the fact is, it's probably they're not going back to school, right? And yeah, that's what it seems the, like. The other fact is, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. And the other fact is, uh, not only are they not going back to school, nobody's getting held back. Yeah. So you could be one of those parents that just don't do anything with your kids, and uh, you know they just stay wherever they're at. Or we recommend that you actually. Interact with them. Hey, help if them that, learn. If, help if, them. That, if that's truly the case, I would want to be that senior that wasn't going to pass, you know, just to get, get to go on through. My thoughts were if if your grades were okay now, yes, and you're, you knew you were about to fail because you weren't ready for the final or something, mm-hmm. then, yeah, you probably, you're good. You know, beautiful. But if your grades were, now, a lot of the schools are still trying to do online, right? But not everybody can handle that. You can't expect all these kids to have uh, computers at home and set up to be able to do that stuff there. There's no law that says they have to, so you kind of you fall into a kind of gray area when mm-hmm. it comes to that. And, and as so of right now, you really can't. Back. You really can't go to the library and use their computer, right? So right, yeah. Well, there'd be way too many kids to do that, right? If you required mm-hmm. it, the library would just be overrun, and it would just cause a whole new whole new issue. So really, they just got to go. Okay, we're done, and that's it. Some mm-hmm. schools will continue. Those kids will be pissed because their friends in schools that aren't as nice won't have the gear to continue. Right, <laughs> right, and they don't have to continue. Um, well, so hey, we all I gotta that... say is welcome, to, welcome to gaming. That's what it is with gaming. I want to play that yeah. game. Oh, you don't have a system good enough to run it? Sorry. Yeah, we'll too catch bad. you later. It's just the way it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so we recommend that you, you know, you hang with your kids. If it is a temporary lockdown, that's that's awesome too. We recommend that you hang with your kids. Uh, we we think that in activities, your kids are learning. Now, are we talking about older kids? No, you're probably screwed. If you're a normal parent <laughs> and you've got a ninth grader or 10th grader who's an Algebra 2, you do not remember any of that. So sorry yeah. for you. Um, some of your parents probably do. <laughs> right. So in all reality, you know, hopefully they put together some stuff for your kid to continue learning and you can motivate them somehow by maybe paying them or something. Who knows? Once yeah. they're 14 years old, that's, that's a whole different feat. We are talking about youngsters. So let's get into mm-hmm. it. First, I'm just going to brag on myself. We did a video. It's up on Facebook, Delirious Dads Gaming Facebook page. Rory. If you guys want to check it out. Fun yeah. 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 My daughter started her YouTube channel, which she's been wanting to start for three years. And when I say wanting to start, I mean still recording videos for three years. Mm. She sets up her camera. She does interactive stuff, talks to people as if they're watching, even though we all know they're not, mm-hmm. for three years. <laughs> so that's long enough that I finally said, okay, I'll give in. We'll start a YouTube channel. We'll see what happens. She agreed to not care about bad comments or likes or subscribers and just have fun. And if she gets to caring about that stuff, then we'll probably stop doing it. I wouldn't even look at him. (laughs) Probably a good idea, yeah. Yeah, but the beautiful thing that I did find out is um, because of the FCC and YouTube, there was a big settlement that happened recently because of child privacy stuff, which we've talked about here on the show, stuff Mm -hmm. like the Roblox porn and this kind of stuff that has gotten through to kids 
And, uh, you know, YouTube is not built for kids under 13. That's their thing, right? So they built YouTube Kids, but not everybody uses YouTube Kids. They still use YouTube, right? It's getting more and more popular. And so in all reality, they, in my opinion, they weren't really liable. But they were because it was still available and parents mm. were letting their kids watch YouTube. And so, anyways, this whole thing happened, and the COOP, I think it is, and the FCC came together and made this whole new plan, basically saying child need protection, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's child something something protection plan. You know, who knows? I don't know what it is. But basically what it did is whenever you post a video on YouTube now, you have to select whether it's made for children or not made for children. Mm-hmm. It's not an age restriction thing. That's always existed, Right. This is just saying, is your content made to attract kids? Is it made that your main viewership is going to be kids? If yes, you click made for children. If no, and it's for the whole family, even though kids will watch it, you click not made for children. It's pretty mm-hmm. simple. Everybody's freaking out about it. But Oh, really? I just clicked now. No, it's not made for kids. <laughs> yep, but the, the problem is for the kid, the people who have channels who uh, do stuff made for kids, right? Um they are losing all their monetization, almost all of it. You, you don't get any, the whole thing is that the kids, because they're so young, that YouTube and the internet does not have the right to monitor what they watch and what they're into because of privacy, right? Okay. They're not adults. So because of that, YouTube cannot keep track of the videos that they watch in the sense of we're gonna deliver ads that are catered to this kid, right? Like right. with adults. And so because of that, your AdSense and advertising revenue that comes with YouTube is pretty much gone, right? It's, it's cut way, way down. Uh-huh. And so they can they can do ads that pertain to whatever's in your video, but they can't do ads for the particular watcher. They can't track the watcher, if that makes sense. Not only that, there's, there's now no comments if it's made for kids. There's no like or dislike if it's made for kids. And there's so there's basically no interaction. You can subscribe, but you cannot conversate or connect with that mm-hmm. kid channel. Which okay. to me, as a parent, is great, right? Yeah, that's I say that's thing. awesome because that's what I was nervous about was my kids seeing comments that were negative, that were bullying, mm-hmm. that were these kind of things or um, things that were predators, that were acting like kids. And my, my daughter starts wanting to talk to this other kid, and it's not a kid, right? Well, right. now all that's gone. So I understand why they made the plan. It's bad for YouTubers that were making money. And there's people that have that's their the whole point. career based on kids' channels. So right? like that right. little boy that does the... the the toy stuff, right? He's real big. Now he's yes. got toy stuff in Walmart. Um, mm-hmm. Does that affect? I guess it affects him too, right? Walmart Hugely, but yeah, but but luckily he's built his brand in a way that he has. You can still do your affiliates, right? Mm-hmm. You can still do any kind of brand deals, and you can still any, do any kind of product placement or um, you know what what do you call that? Your own uh, merch, right? Okay. And he's got all that stuff going, so he's not going to be hit as hard as some. Some other um, YouTubers, you know, they, they're they just making slime or whatever, right? There's no brand deals. So, There's no – they're right. not doing any of that. So they're losing all, what if, all the um, monetization from the ads or a good portion What if of he just chose to just list it as a non-just kid video then? Um, if, you, if you put it as a non-kid video, um, YouTube will decide whether you're doing that on accident or not. And they will adjust it if it's obviously a kid video. They will change it for you if you're wrong. Oh, okay. um, And if you do it enough, they will they will remove you because you're obviously purposely trying to make doing money. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're actually putting them at liable liability if that makes gotcha. sense. Gotcha. And, and with so that this, it also can be sued. 
it also makes it easier for them to catch the, the predators that are sending out the, the weird mm-hmm. videos of the adults doing mm-hmm. weird stuff, um, right. dressed up as a, as a character, right, to mess with the kid's brain. Right. Um, now, remember this, YouTube, YouTube kind of already did this before their deal with the FCC, right? Mm-hmm. They already handled this, in a sense, with YouTube Kids. Mm-hmm. YouTube Kids, there's already no comments. There's no likes. There's no dislikes. There's only subscribing. It's exactly that. That's what YouTube Kids has already been. Mm-hmm. Problem is, you know, there's still tons of kids who don't use YouTube Kids, right? right? They just use regular YouTube. Their parents have never downloaded YouTube Kids, and they don't regulate uh, of course, or they, YouTube or they kids. may not have an iPad or an iPhone or an Android to download right. apps to, right? So. And now on YouTube Kids, you don't even, um, you don't even, what do you call it? You don't select to be on YouTube Kids, right? If you're going to put a, a video out, YouTube decides that it's good enough for YouTube Kids. Mm, so you can't just good. put anything on YouTube Kids. So it's already been done that way. If yeah, that so makes they're sense. checking, they're checking so, it at all all points. Right. So really what they're doing, they're just extending the algorithm and the process that they had on YouTube Kids to all of it now. Smart. Kind of. That's kind of how that's going. Yeah, um, it's good for the kids. I mean, because if your kid's 13, well, at that point, they're probably okay, right? Yeah. Like yeah. And said, if you've been monetizing. Kind of age. Yeah. And if you've been monetizing with ads, then, you know, you're just going to have to switch over to sponsors and mm-hmm. things like that. Even if you didn't want to, hopefully the viewership understands that you've lost your income due to the way they've switched it up. You know, I don't know. It'll be interesting. This yeah. just happened like a month and a half ago, two months ago. Yeah. Anyways, and they, and I didn't mean even, to get into they, all that. That's okay. I was going to, I'm just going to make the point too. They've had issues yeah. with regular YouTube. Uh, those is the right. basic YouTube itself mm-hmm. uh, with it just getting harder and harder. It's more saturated. You find mm-hmm. that YouTube starts pushing talk shows and, and stuff more than they are. Right. The people that made YouTube what it is. So, um, well, so yeah. what this will do is this will stop some of that stuff that seems kind of kitty mm-hmm. to pop up in in uh, because they're not going to be tracking and giving the suggested videos the same way they used to for the kids watching on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not going to get these weird random videos that look like they're made for kids that aren't. That won't happen anymore because of the way it's set up now. So yeah. that's kind of the part of that process. So I, I'm Perfect. cool with it. I, it's going to change things in the way you connect and the way you grow your channel and all that's completely different, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't go talking and chatting and commenting on other YouTube channels and interacting right. that's gone. If and I think, I, I think with any software, boy, tonight's just all philosophical and ideas just lying around, but, uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, you gotta have to start looking at, at things online as a, as a physical space, if you will. Mm-hmm. So YouTube is not YouTube, the website, it's YouTube, the, the, the playground. Right. And so right. you wouldn't, you would be very pissed if you went into YouTube and they had kids stuff, and you send your kid over there, and next thing you know, here's a, a porn Mario coming by. You know, you'd be like, "What the mm-hmm, freak?" Mm-hmm. You know, um, yep. even yep. if it was another visitor, right? That visitor would need to be banned. So, um, this is just their way of, of navigating yeah. through that new. I mean, there's that responsibility there, so it's yeah, it's all new. Right. Okay. So, what the, what does that pertain to? I know I was supposed to be running down this list of things to do with your kids. The first thing was a video that me made, we made with Rory, my daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, she started her channel, Fun with Rory, that Clinton mentioned, and uh, that's why we got into this. Well, we did a video where she did a drawing, and we turned that drawing into food. Super fun activity for me and mom, super fun activity for the kid, something you could do more than once because it's going to be different every time, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. once a week or something would be kind of a fun project to do, and your kid makes this drawing, and you invent it out of the food you have and you recreate it. 
the first one we did was all sweets and candies, obviously, because we wanted to make it a lot of fun. But at the same time, uh, we'll switch it up and we'll make one that's healthy and we'll we'll probably do some other ones like that. You know what I mean? Um, so that's a good idea for you guys. Another one that that is good is uh, slime. Slime is still huge. It's super easy to make. I don't know if your parents have made it, but it's a couple simple things that you need. You need glue, no matter what kind of slime you're making, mm-hmm. um, unless you're making oobleck, but we're not going to get into that. So if you're making regular <laughs> slime, you need um That's by Ubisoft, glue. right? Oobleck. Yeah. <laughs> Ubleck. <laughs> Ubleck. Um, regular slime, you need glue. Clear, white, doesn't make any difference. Glitter, glue, whatever. It doesn't matter. And then you're going to need borax, unless you're against borax, which some parents don't want the borax because it's a kind of a strong chemical. Mm-hmm. Then you can go with um, you can go with uh, like what's called I think it's called Stayflow. It's basically a detergent. It's like a soap, and it'll activate the um, bonds within the slime, and so it'll turn the glue to slime also. And mm-hmm. you can also use contact solution, which really contact solution only works because it has borax in it. So oh wow, there you go. Um, I did not know that. So, yep. So you shoot. Sweet, put it in our eyes. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, but you guys can use that. You mix it with different batches, and you can look that up. All kinds of videos online. Your kid already knows about slime. Trust me. Just mention it to them. They're going to be excited. They're going to want to make it. We, me, and Rory made some edible slime the other day at a Starburst, and it was freaking amazing and fun. Okay. So Mm. there's all kinds of things that you can do. We obviously didn't add borax to that one. Okay. Now, on edible um, slime, I'm hoping that's just in one sitting, right? That's not like it survived five days and now we're going to try it. Because I've seen, I remember as a kid playing with slime, and like after mm-hmm. about a week, it had like dog hair in it, or it'd have like, you know, <laughs> like you just find random no, kernels yeah. inside it. Like, where'd this come yeah, from? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a cracker? This, this <laughs> when we make edible slime, it doesn't make it through the night. You play okay. with it until you've eaten it. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I think of that, like I think of the, the nasty slime that I had as a kid. And like, Even just the and thought of something you're eating that you're just handling yeah. like yeah. for hours mm-hmm. in your hands, mm-hmm. your hands yeah. are so gross. It's just nasty. <laughs> it's nasty. It's getting played with on the uh, table, like where mm-hmm. we're working and eating at that yeah. time and then thrown away when it's done. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. In, in, in my mind, I'm thinking of Nickelodeon slime. You know, just right. Oh, it'd be horrible. Like the snot looking stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Natalie made this. Um, I'm sorry, real quick. Natalie made this bowl of rice when I got home and she oh, put no. cheese dip all over it and she cut up this carne asada that I made the other day and uh, mm-hmm. put it on top and it installs it and it looks so good and she, she took like three or four bites of it and then was walking into the front room with it and spilled it on the floor. Oh no. And she was oh, like, no. I'm still going to eat it. It's too good. I can't. I said, babe, there's oh, going to no. be so much hair in that that you oh, can't. Yeah. And she scooped it yeah. up in there and she took it in the kitchen and she put it on the thing and stirred it up for a second. And she just goes, there's too Depression. much hair. Yep. Yeah. And yep, then she fine. just put the bowl down. She walked out back in our room and just laid down for a couple mm-hmm. minutes. Oh man. It's like, man, that's rough. Okay, slime. Good thing. Uh, If you guys are going to do slime, buy a gallon. It's super cheap. Buy a gallon of glue, right? Borax is super cheap, and so is eye solution, and and so is Stayflow. It's all cheap. But buy it in bulk, and then you'll have it for, like, 19 projects. We've had a gallon of glue for, like, a year, and we've done slime, like, you know, at least once a month we make slime. So, great project. Uh, Another one that's super easy, super easy, and fun, and not hard is called air dry clay. Air dry clay is basically uh, a clay that's a little softer. It's a little more moldable than regular molding clay. And you don't have to cook it to get it to dry and harden. It just air dries, hence the name. Mm. 
air dry clay. So you can make whatever you want out of it. Uh, you can make little cups or whatever. My daughter likes to make little miniature um, items for her um, Barbies that they can handle. And she uses the Barbie's hands to help form them. So then when they dry, the Barbie can actually hold them. That's a mm. cool thing. Um, you're if teaching you her do molding, GI Joes, right Yeah, and if you do G.I. Joe's or you're a boy, you can use your guy's hands to shape the grips for the guns, right? Or whatever you're making. And then when it dries, they'll actually be able to, like, grab it and it'll stay in their hands. So that yeah, kind of you, stuff is really cool. You it's can even do, make. like, placeholder stuff that you just stick the item onto, right? Yep. Like a, mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. you know, it's cool. And then uh, another one that goes along kind of with the first video we did where we did the cooking or the making a drawing into food is cooking. We don't realize as adults that cooking is something our kids need to learn anyways. Uh, a lot mm -hmm. of times nowadays, even older kids have never learned, right? But cooking is fun. Cooking, if you kind of start thinking about it differently than you do as an adult, is a chemistry experiment, right? It's a physics experiment all in one. And as you're cooking, as Hunter can vouch for, it can become very fun as you start to understand why certain things are happening while you're cooking and you're not just cooking because you have to. And so if yeah. you teach your kids that you can have projects, it's just like a big science project, but you're really just cooking dinner mm -hmm. and they have a freaking mm -hmm. blast doing it. And so cooking yeah. is a great thing that you're already going to be doing. So you might right. as well take advantage of it with your kids as a learning experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. Even more so with baking. I feel like Yes, yeah. like bake, bake sure. some bread and stuff because it's so precise and, and that, that mm -hmm. really is a lot of science behind some of that stuff. If you do different, different types mm -hmm. of cakes and breads and stuff yep. like that, yeah. you know, explain to your kids why a sourdough comes out the way it does. And then mm -hmm. a white, a white bread and, you know, a different white bread doesn't, you know, so. Yeah, how yeast makes the bread rise. Right. I mean, there's so much right. science into cooking that it's just, it's, it's a fun thing to do. Uh, another thing that's fun that kids love no matter what the age, I think, um, probably even like high schoolers, to be honest, or like, you know, young high schoolers, is magnets. If you have some strong magnets, there's all kinds of science projects you can do with magnets. There's something about magnets and that force field that they create when you try to push them together, but they're strong magnets and you can't push them together. Mm -hmm. And they fight against that. And explaining that science, even once you understand that science, there's all kinds of cool things you can do, like little cars that are propelled by magnets, right? You mm -hmm. put a little clip on the back of the car, you have the negative polarity, and when you release the clip, the other magnet pushes that car away, right? Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of little things like that that you can do with magnets um, that are just super fun. You can make hovercrafts, you can make things that dance around because they're getting pushed around from each negative magnet, and they mm -hmm. can't ever settle down once you get them going. There's just a ton of projects you can make with magnets that kids love, um, and it's almost like magic. That's what's cool about magnets. For the mm -hmm. younger kids, magnets are almost like magic. You know, play with it under the table, put you some magnets on the feet of your dolls and put your doll on top of the table and then put your magnet under the table and your, your doll can now run around without holding it, right? <laughs> There's little things that you can do that'll just blow your kids' minds that don't really take much effort at all. Maybe some hot glue and a couple neodymiums, you know, mm -hmm. and you're good to go. Um, another one is, uh, this is kind of a big one, um, and you probably just have stuff laying around for it. Is an obstacle course. No matter how big your yard is, you've got some boards, you've got an old tire, you've got a block, you've got things laying around that you can make a little obstacle course for your kid. And probably as long as your kid's under nine, an obstacle course is super fun. Mm -hmm. It gets them out of the house, it gets them some outside activity now that the weather's getting beautiful and they can go play and do the obstacle course. 
And what else goes along with a, with an obstacle course? Nothing more than a fort, of course. Mm-hmm. So if you've got the extra materials, or even if you've just got a clothesline and some big sheets, and you want to make like a tent outside, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can make an obstacle course. You can make a fort. Super easy, super moving fun. Boxes, Kids you can love do it. Stuff in moving boxes. Exactly. So it's it, just simplify your mind. Wind down a little bit. Start thinking like a kid, and you can do this kind of stuff. And it's not complicated. You don't have to go to the store and spend some money. You've got stuff at your house that you can use for most of this. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to do. One, we used to act like we were fishing on the couch, and we get like old, uh, like control, like uh, Nintendo controllers, like the cords. Mm-hmm. Of course, this was back when they were nice and sturdy and lasted, but. Me and my cousin would act like we were fishing on like a boat, and we'd like throw mm-hmm. out. We'd throw out lines, cast out know? the cord, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. stuff like that. So. Yeah. Uh, to go with your fort or your little homemade tent, yard camping. Mm-hmm. Sure, you might not be going to the campgrounds where everybody's at and stuff like that in this beautiful weather. Maybe you're nervous about that in your area, but you can sure as heck set up your tent in your yard. You got a trampoline, go to sleep on it. That's so much fun. It's just a blast for the kids. And this weather, at least where we're at right now, is beautiful for it. Mm-hmm. So get out there, do some yard camping, bring your sleeping bag, and get after it. Um, and, and guys, there's nothing, there's nothing like laying on a trampoline, too, like at nighttime, looking at the no, stars and the weather's nice, yeah. like just kicking back. That's as good as any, yep. any uh, uh, what do you call those? Uh, hammock. Hammock. I mean, this, yeah, this and you can good. use that as... You can use any of that as learning opportunities. When you're laying there, you can talk about the stars and the constellations and the planets. You can sit there and watch the bats swing by and eat the mosquitoes. You talk about the bats. and You know what I mean? There's always something that you can talk about. Uh, the trees that you're seeing. That, that there's all, right there's there. learning happening the, all the time. He brought the virus. He's why we're here. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> uh, He's literally why we're here. We had yep. to sell the house. We live on a trampoline. <laughs> Then to circle back to the beginning, which was the video we made with Rory, make videos of this stuff, guys. Make videos of the stuff, the activities you're doing with your kids, little projects you're doing with your kids, and share it on Facebook. Share it on the Delirious Dads Gaming Group. We'd like to see it, uh, yeah. not just for us, but for the other people that are out there. It kind of encourages everybody in this virus and this lockdown. They feel like nothing's going on and everything's sad. If you get to see families having a blast and connecting in ways that you don't get to see, that's encouraging. And you go, look, yeah. there's positive stuff that's coming out of this. We get to make dinner together. You know, there's a lot of people that are off work, not just kids home from school, but there's people home from work. Mm-hmm. If that's you, take advantage of it. Don't just yeah. sit there and sulk about it and hate life. Enjoy what you got. Enjoy what you can. Yeah, look and, at this. Uh, and look, know, at this, look at this situation as a reset, right? Mm-hmm. You, get, you mm-hmm. get a chance to stay home. There's no one making you leave, right? You don't, right. there's not all this right. stuff. So, yeah, when you have kids, just be present, enjoy it, mm-hmm. you know, reset. So true, so true. Mm-hmm. There's these kids across the street that play on their trampoline in the backyard, and there's a guy who runs around the neighborhood every day. And mm-hmm. when I walk outside and see those, you know, stuff like that, it just makes me, I don't know, it, it calms me because it's mm-hmm. like right. these people are, you know, as kids, it's easy to slow down and appreciate things. When you're mm-hmm. a little, little kid, you know, like uh, the trampoline is so big to you. Yeah. Well, as adults, we get going so fast, a, a thousand miles an hour, especially in the culture we've built in America, mm-hmm. that, you know, if you're not working at least 40 hours a week, then you ain't, 
you ain't nothing. And yeah. mm-hmm. I, I read an article the other day that this truly is a time to capitalize on, to take a step back and breathe as a country mm-hmm. and say, mm-hmm. let's reconnect yeah. with the world. Yeah, yeah, let's reconnect with that. nature. Let's reconnect with, you know, do some art, find out, mm-hmm. you know, go in and, and record that video, then put it on YouTube that you've been wanting to do for years. Do, do things, mm-hmm. you know, do things that you've been wanting to do that you've had to put on hold because right now the world's on hold. Yeah. This is a big well, opportunity, can, guys. Like last weekend, I, you I got can take to... That. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, last weekend, I, I got the opportunity for the first time, something I never thought about. I got to play a board game for the first time with my with my daughter. Yeah. You know, mm, I've always considered powerful. her young, but I was like, I was sitting at work one day, I was like, man, we're going to be in the house all weekend. We need mm-hmm. to get some things to actually do, right? And I found... And she's a, getting at that board, age, yeah. Yeah, I found a board game called Don't Wake Daddy. It's just a little preschool age game right me and it's my family used to play that all the time yeah and yep. so uh i went and got i i actually planned on getting Candyland, but they were sold out so <laughs> so we got that instead but still like it was a big deal to claire she was afraid to press mm-hmm. the alarm to wake the daddy right we had to mm-hmm. like help her through it but it's one of those things that i hadn't even thought of that and if it wasn't for this whole situation i wouldn't have thought to to get her into any little kid board games that we could play with her on that she could right. understand so. Right. On another note, from what Clint was saying, or uh, what Hunter was saying too, on this taking advantage of this rather than letting it beat you up, um, we're talking about kids. But what about yourself? Uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, and one thing that that I'm doing, even though I already own and run my businesses, uh, my business, my main income building business, is kind of at a hold mm-hmm. with this virus right now, and so. What I'm doing is I'm pouring some of my time that I would normally pour into the business into some other business ideas that I've always kind of put on the back burner and Mm -hmm. I haven't got to because you guys are at home. You've had these ideas in your head. Maybe you wanted to do this or do that, but you've got your career or your other job that you're doing and you don't have the time to do it. When you're home, you spend it with the family. Well, Mm -hmm. now you've got extra time. Go ahead and take a portion of your day, even if it's just two hours a day, and pour into that idea that you never got to before. That's what Hunter was kind of touching on. Uh, we want to connect with our creative side, and that yes. that has to do with the business too. You know, you may come out of this thinking, uh, "Wow, it's the best thing that ever happened." Because after this, I never even went back to work because I started the business. You're I wanted to start that, ten that years ago. That economy that's about to recover. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ride that wave. Yeah, I, I do believe that the bet there's better days ahead of us um, for you listeners out there than, and this this is just a blip and and we are stronger than it we're going to make it through and oh, yeah. i do believe we're going to spring back like a rubber band and but please take it i know that there's a lot of people maybe some of you listening got laid off and you, you you're sickened by what we're saying but just there's a there's a silver lining and take the opportunity to mm-hmm. look into it and just be you um and be yourself and you know, there's some of you out there like me who ha- it, it hasn't changed at all. In fact, right. my my work's say, gotten busier. <laughs> yeah, right. but, yeah. Um, because we hand out food and Clinton's in you know healthcare, so it, mm-hmm. it you know it's it's ramped up. But if I was at home all week, I'd be writing a book right now. I've always yeah. wanted to write a book, right. uh, a, a fiction book, a kids fiction book, somewhere along the lines of uh, make books believe like Harry Potter or something out there. I've wanted to always write something like that, but that's what I would be doing right now right. if I could be home yeah. five days a week. So, And then uh, a little bit, I, I don't want to step, nothing on, to lose. I don't step right. on your toes. Are you still uh, presenting stuff, Ryan, after this? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just want to throw out, too, uh, for the dads that are husbands, you know, 
Um, I've seen a lot of the memes of, oh, I'm stuck at home with the wife or, you know, whatever. Um, and haha. Yeah, those but, ones kind of get to me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's it's the joking. Hopefully it's the joking. If not, well, then right. you need to maybe get some help after. Well, that's what I'm saying. Over. We've but, gotten so worker-orientated that some of that's not joking, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Right, yeah. And so uh, my thing is, with my wife is, she's a go-getter. She's a career mm-hmm. person. She wants to get out and work. She's not really a right. stay-at-home mom, right? So when mm-hmm. all this happened and the kids, we end up pulling the kids out of daycare because it's like, well, at this point, we don't want the baby getting anything um, right. and that kind of stuff. So she's had a hard time with the whole I'm staying at home, cooking, cleaning, taking care of these kids, can't really take right. them anywhere. And so she's like, I feel like I need to do more. So we've had to have these conversations. And so I just want to encourage the dads out there to – Especially mm-hmm. if you're a working dad, you're out working, and your wife's maybe laid off or, or whatever the case may be, uh, just remember to talk to your spouse and uh, calm them down. Remind them of oh, yeah. what, what good you, you may have, you know? Uh, so uh, I know yeah, mine, same thing here. to My... keep her from going crazy, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've got a newborn around here, and there's That's this a full-time thing. full-time job. When you're, when you're locked inside, there's this thing that almost makes it feel like you can't do anything right Mm -hmm. even though you can it's just a mental thing that happens and i know my wife has been struggling with that some she's been dealing with you know all the things that she thinks she's supposed to be doing or that she should be doing and feeling like she's not getting them done some things that the virus is affecting some things that the virus has nothing to do with but Mm -hmm. it's affecting her and her mental you know state and so we got we got to talk about that and you know as not I don't want to generalize but guys tend to handle situations like this better than women right and um, we're gonna be hurting a lot of times because we feel bad because in a lot of scenarios we can't supply for our family so mm-hmm. there's a level of stress there that hopefully if you're a wife out there listening you talk to your husband about how that feels because he doesn't want to tell you how that feels that's right. something that's in there but the other way around there's a lot of stress going on and women who are home um, because you know, there's just a little bit more of that energy of unsureness that happens mm-hmm. in women a lot of times and kind of a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't call it panic, but it's a little bit of, um, they like a lot of times a little bit more stability, right? Mm-hmm. And so when things have shifted, it almost shifts their whole world, not just those few things that have shifted. And I'm right. sure that's what Clint's talking about is going mm-hmm. on with Mikhail. I've seen the same thing in my wife. It's not yeah. in every woman, so I'm not generalizing, but it is a common thing that happens. They like they like their structure. That's what women do. They kind of have the house set up a certain way, and they've worked hard to get it there. Right. It's because their brains are infrastructures, and they everything connects to everything. Mm-hmm. And our brains as men are boxes. We're in one <laughs> one box at a time. You open mm-hmm. the box, and that's what we're thinking about. But women could be thinking of the car, which connects to the to the work, which connects home to the kids. It, it's, it's crazy. Right. You yeah. know. And for me, it's like uh, you know, I hear like bad news or things like that. And uh, Hunter, sometimes I think I frustrate because he may think I'm trying to spread fear. But I get kind of no. this, I get like this adrenaline rush, so to speak, of like, mm-hmm. I want to see how humanity handles this. How yes. are we going to get right. out of this one? What are we going to do? Right. What's different? How's it going to affect this? How's it going to affect that? Whereas my wife, if I tell her something, right, that I've heard or whatever, mm-hmm. then it's, am I doing enough to protect my kids? Have right. I, what do I need to do here? I'm stuck here. Can't do anything to help anybody else. Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. For me, it's different. It's funny like, that you say that because Tiff has asked me specifically, you seem kind of excited. 
Yeah, for and me, I'm it's like, like a well, breather drill. In a way, there is a certain kind of excitement in this, you know? Not, right. Not like I want everything to fall apart, but this is interesting. Like, it's like an right. experiment that I'm living in. You know I'll what tell I mean? I'll tell you one I'm thing. I'm interested like, to see what happens. My, my thought process, I've not had any issues with, I feel, I've not had the issue of, I feel like I'm um, not enough right now. If that makes sense uh, as yeah. far as like a purpose, that's what I'm thinking mm -hmm. of. The life purpose thing. That's not mm -hmm. there right now. It's more like right. we're living, we're in, we're live right now, right? right? right. <laughs> it's right. like a completely different yeah. thing. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's well, a, maybe it's that survival I definitely, <laughs> I definitely don't get frustrated with you, Clint, when you share those things. I'm a speaker. That I'm a pastor. That's yeah, you know. And so even when you come to me with negative, uh, it's not that you're being negative. It's a negative thing that you've seen in the world. Right, right. Uh, that's just the world we live in. But I'm going to combat it every time and say, yeah. listen, this. And usually you it's know. on text, guys, so it's hard to yeah. it's hard to tell what each other is actually right. the tone yeah, yeah. of the of the message. But yeah, but don't <laughs> think so because crumble, if you think right, well, if Clinton, if you think you're the only one that's sending me negative texts throughout the week, uh, you got it wrong, buddy. Because oh, okay. that's that's Rest a lot of part of my job <laughs> is dealing with people who are like done. You know, like oh, yeah. I don't know if this is kid. You know, hey, so, I've been surprised. I've had to talk some nurses off the ledge. You know. Mm -hmm. But I didn't think I'd have right. to like one of them. Well, it's just not. It's it's everything, you know. And then yeah. and then it, yeah, we won't go into that. But it's it's you know that's just kind of what I do. I uh, I try no, I to speak. It. Life and death is in in the you know in the words that come out of our mouth for sure. And so um, I, think I like even, to believe in the better in humanity, yeah. even if it's not seen. I th I think even so. if you don't have a uh, a religious background, you don't believe in a God. I think that is true though. There is yeah. a power to setting your mind to something and making it yes. happen you know it's like if you say you can't yes. you can't if you say you can you can well it's yeah, been proved right. i mean yeah. look, look at you've seen some of these before these monks that can do like crazy and mm -hmm. superhuman things but it's just because they've trained their mind mm -hmm. uh yeah. you know to do it so um yeah I, I do think there's life and death if you're going around telling people you're going to get sick from this thing all the time then most likely you're going to get it although you guys know? just so everybody knows this doesn't apply to gaming because there's been yes. plenty of times i go into warzone on call of duty like we're gonna get this i'm gonna be amazing yes. oh yes. Man, what the freak <laughs> yeah 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 not at all there still is a reality to this aspect yes yeah. yes if you committed to being the best in warzone you could be yeah. But it also takes the work that goes along with it. It's not magic. Yeah. So that's how that works. I thought it was lag, but whatever. <laughs> All that to say is, guys, our viewers, our listeners out there, is be positive-minded. Um, not only will that help you get through this, but your family get through it, and maybe somebody that you don't even know, you know, mm -hmm. that uh, that runs into you and, and sees that you're keeping your cool. That may change what, what right. they're going through. Oh, yeah. So be good. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed our uh, rants and our drifting because I think it's been uh, controlled drifting. It's been good. We've explored some ideas for PlayStation and we've explored some ideas for their uh, ability to sell some more PlayStations. We talked about um, uh, philosophical thoughts on how this virus is affecting people at home and how we can handle that and how we can handle the mental pressure of uh, being maybe stay-at-home dads, which we're not mm -hmm. used to right now. Yeah. Um, so... Hopefully you guys have liked that. I've enjoyed the conversation. It's been good. Yeah, and who knows, you know, uh, the thing about this is whether this thing gets worse and worse, um, whether you believe it's already worse or, you know, you're on the fence of, I don't think it's that bad yet. 
I, I do think that uh, the world itself will never be the same after this. I think you're going to see a change mm-hmm. in the way we do a lot of different things. And I think it shines light on the good thing, the good side of all our technology. Um, think about what we're doing now. Think about all your streaming services. Uh, you're able to see these mm-hmm. uh, celebrities stream out. Um, you know, yeah, like I saw, I saw Garth Brooks like shut, like closed down Facebook Live, like crashed it because his concert, you know, right. that he did live. So you're seeing a lot of cool things with technology, and I think you're seeing a lot of good things with gaming. It's keeping us all mm-hmm. connected and keeping us one big community so that's something with technology it always um comes out of the need right Mm -hmm. nobody ever develops a new invention that's not needed and if they do it never sells right Mm -hmm. and so uh we're gonna see the longer this is in effect on the world the more you'll see ingenuity invention and direction of the world change and and we change so fast it doesn't take very long i want a new and cheaper vr headset that's affordable for all um, there you go. Let's do so it. We, so we can do these virtual hangouts, you know, be sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe in the future. Yeah. So for the, for the next thing that comes our way as a, as a human race. What if this is ushering us into a dystopian future where we all just stay home all the time? Mm-hmm. Let the robots <laughs> do all the work for us. They deliver everything for us, do our work. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to look like Wally. Balls. The problem with the yeah. Sophia robot is I've seen her like she's just kind of still sitting still and she's just too clunky mm-hmm. on the movements and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, if you enjoyed this podcast uh, and you want to support it, you can support us over on Patreon. And we ask that you do. Um, we appreciate anything that you uh, throw our direction, of course. Um, and we'll still be here every week. Um, we record on Wednesdays, release the podcast on Fridays. Anything else that you guys want to add real quick before we sign off? Uh, hopefully we'll have merch sometime. That'll probably be on pause a little bit, the development of it, but hopefully some merchandise, maybe T-shirts and stuff mm-hmm. will be coming not too far down the road. And uh, any kind of little support like that that you guys can give us is going to just help us. We're doing more and more like videos and more and more interaction on YouTube and, and on Facebook and uh, really becoming the media hub we saw in the beginning. Yeah. And so we're excited to, to be doing that and bringing that to you guys. Mm-hmm. Hunter, anything you want to add? I know we talked about your cooking videos, but no, just just again, stay positive. Every you know, I know there's a lot of reasons to be negative, but I'm thriving in this time, man. It's a little different right now, but me and my wife are buying a house. We just bought a new TV. Mm-hmm. We got stuff ready to go for appliances. I mean, you know, the media says a lot, guys, but you speak your own truth and mm-hmm. keep your head up. Uh, know that you guys are going to make it through this and that you not only are going to survive, but you're thriving. So there you go. There you go. Well, um, with that said, guys, stay delirious, stay dadding and stay gaming. This has been a delirious dad's production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.